maybe this will be very bad, but hopefully it'll get better as time goes on. Welcome to the Quick and Painless Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Carter. And I am your other host, Dylan. And finally, finally, we're back. That was kind of a letdown. You said, finally, and I thought... Finally! It was like Vince McMahon doing an impersonation of The Rock's catchphrase. Like, finally! And then you said, we're back. Yeah, we're back. So so it's uh, September 10th, 2020, which, as you know, Dylan, is Miro Day. Miro Day has finally come to, yes. a- to AEW. It has. Finally. And he's, uh, he's the best man. He's, uh, <laughs> he's the best gamer. <laughs> right? Which... You know, all, felt a little ac- irrelevant, but, you know, yeah. might as well let people know. All the accolades you could ever want from somebody who is an elitist. <laughs> so. Right. Right. <laughs> the best man. Best man. Gamer. Man. <laughs> did Here you expect that? No, I did not, because I did not... Well, as a fan, no, I wasn't expecting that. As somebody who follows wrestling, I wasn't expecting it because I didn't see anything reported about it, honestly. For some reason, I wasn't expecting Miro at all. But for some reason, I was expecting a new debut this week. Yeah. And it wasn't because Kip Sabian was introducing his best man. By no means did I think that that was going to be the opportunity for it. Yeah, but, what a what a pairing. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of like a like the odd couple pairing. Totally. <laughs> it feels like it feels a little out of place. That's yeah. It's almost like his uh, his new Aiden English. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean, yeah. We'll we'll get into it. We'll, we'll get, get into, into that. Yeah, but we'll in the meantime, right in the meantime, it's uh, we've 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 taken a few weeks off, um, so Think, that's weird. <laughs> things have happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, major um, moments. Yeah, you are finally a dad. Finally, it's it's finally it's for finally it's <laughs> it's for real now. I mean. It actually happened. I did. I was there. I can, uh, I can confirm. It happened. Yep. So it was. Uh, it take was us awesome. In, yeah. Take us into that. Well, I won't. Not. I mean, you know, not from the beginning. Family show. So. Not from the beginning of the whole process, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Um, it was. Uh, it was a dark and stormy night. It wasn't that at all. It was um, basically, hey, we've got a bed for you. Come on. 
So then we showed up and showed up on a Saturday night. Mm-hmm. The 22nd. little bundle of joy was born Sunday night. Woo! Yeah. So, um, and then we went home Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, so and you we, didn't stay very long at all. Longer than I would have liked, but I suppose it's um, all I'm for sure the best. It, yeah, I'm sure it felt very long, though. It felt in, insanely long, mostly yeah. because I didn't sleep the entire time. Exactly, exactly. But so. everything, everyone's doing great. Everyone's healthy, happy, um, sleepless, but uh, but great. In, sleepless in Virginia. Right, yeah. yeah. So... Even before I knew that the baby was born, I think I texted you. I was like, "Hey, how's uh, how's everything going with you know with Bree and the baby? What's going on?" And then like you sent me a picture of the baby, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like <laughs> we uh, must have some sort of like kinetic mind meld thing going on. So for some reason totally. I just knew. I just knew. I just had to say something, and bam. I am. I'm going back through our text thread. <clears throat> Sunday, August twenty third at seven fifty one p.m. You texted, "Is that baby here yet?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I texted. She literally was just born. <laughs> yeah. She just slid out of Brie right now. So. <laughs> I mean, she was born at six fifty two. And you texted at 7.51. So there you go. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We have the text messages to prove it. That's right. Timestamps. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, that's been the major development over here. So apologies for not recording episodes. Uh, We're trying to get used to our new normal. Um, Still getting used to it, but at least we're we're kind of finding a time that, that works for us that we call bedtime that everyone is observing right now, except for me. Nighty night time. Yeah. What about <laughs> you, man? What have you been up to? Oh, you know, just, you know, keeping uh, myself updated on the weather. And, uh, <laughs> keeping <laughs> no. it 100. Yeah. It's, it's chilly. It's chilly here in Michigan now. So, yeah. But, uh, no, but my daughter started online school, second grade. Woo! Woo! Yeah. So I've kind of been adjusting to that and trying to fall into some sort of routine and get more acquainted with that. So I, yeah, as a responsible parent, know what's going on. But yeah, that's crazy. We we talked a little bit about it before we we started recording, and I was saying to you that I my understanding is that the toughest part is. Um, just getting started, getting the yeah. programs set up and all of that. And yep. sometimes it's hard to connect and sometimes you get, like, let's say your daughter is, she's there, she's on time, she's astute, she's paying attention, but then you've got fellow classmates that are, you know, they don't have parents that are making them take <laughs> it like seriously. Hooping and hollering and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. They're in and out of the room and the teacher's trying to get their attention and it's a, it, in some cases can seem a little detrimental. Oh yeah, I definitely I can definitely see that. And I have seen that too. So 
in some very small cases, but I have seen that. But yeah, just, so what? You just take that as your opportunity to cut promos on the entire class. Yeah, I push my daughter out of the way and I get in front of the laptop and I'm like, finally! <laughs> uh, let me tell you something, brother. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Um, cream of the crop. But Doing some Scott Steiner math for all the kids? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Holla, if you hear me. Uh, but so far, so good. And it's been going well. After all, after some of the early kinks have been worked out, so nice. Happy to report. Well, good. Thanks for reporting. Great. <laughs> Wonderful. Nice. So, so in this time um, that it's it's been, I don't know, three weeks since our our last episode. I'm gonna coin. Well, this is a phrase that we coined long ago. Season one throwback. A lot's happened. Stuff has happened. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of wrestling. Uh, We coined that? We did. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that's our other fake show. Other fake show. A lot has happened. Oh, I thought maybe it was uh, We Coined That. Maybe that. Hosted by Chris Coyne. Yeah. (laughs) In dollar. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Dollars Uh, and cents. (laughs) S-E-N-S-E. That'll be a very short-lived podcast if that ever happens. I would listen every week. (laughs) They would probably be more consistent than what we are. (laughs) (laughs) I would hope so. (laughs) But yes, a lot has happened. Stuff has happened. Yeah, I mean, should we just get right into it? I mean... Well... I mean, how far back do you want to go? It's been like three weeks. I said so. this already. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, do you have your Lex Lager handy? You ready to go on a journey? I, I do not have any Lex Lagers with me right now. Well, I have oh, yeah? Big Wave Golden Ale by Kona Brewing. Ride the wave. Yeah, catch it. Catch it. Catch big waves, wave, and then big waves only. It. Yeah, catch it and drink it. Yeah, straight from Kona, Hawaii. Whoop. Okay, so <laughs> I think the first thing I want to talk to you about was um, the new TNT champion, Mister Brody Lee. Correct. Yeah, we um, I don't. We didn't get a chance to talk about that. That happened what last week. That was on two weeks ago. The special AEW Dynamite that they did on Saturday. That's right, Saturday, I believe. That was um, one of the one of the best bookings I think AEW has done. Really, because you have. I mean, you and I talked about it. Um, prior to all this happening where Cody was starting to, you know, really buy into all of the fanfare of being a champion and being, you know, basically the uh, uh, chosen one, so to speak, of, of AEW. I mean, he started mm-hmm. calling himself the Prince of Pro Wrestling. You know, mm-hmm. it was like, it's like I said, it was like uh, um, basketball 
when <laughs> they have the excessive celebration and the team's doing the river dance when they score a touchdown. Yeah. That was basically what his character had become, just right. reveling in all of this celebration. And for someone like Brody Lee to come in and just beat the piss out of him in seven minutes. Yeah. He, that was... Yeah. So it was yeah. such a well-told story that is mm-hmm. uh, is still ongoing. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they're carrying it over into um, what the Nightmare family, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, Mr. Brody Lee and Dustin just had a match. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's... The ramifications are still being carried over into that part of the storyline from what yeah yeah so and it's it's yeah it's just really well told and you kind of you're kind of seeing that with all of the elite you know cody's changing his character at the same time that the young bucks are changing their character at the same time kenny's changing his and they're all changing at the same time but all for completely different reasons Mm mm-hmm but it all makes sense. It's not just okay. Let's switch this. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's pretty awesome. Now that being said, did you watch All Out? I saw highlights of All Out. I did not. I did not shell out the uh, fifty dollars to watch that four hour show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you? I couldn't, unfortunately. <laughs> um, you had diapers to buy. So. That's right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was uh, I was all in yeah. uh, poopy diapers, diapers that yeah. night. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so from what double I heard, or nothing. <laughs> it was a uh, it was a battle royale, a casino <laughs> battle royale of right, yeah of piss and. <laughs> Yeah. You're like, oh shit, I drew the spades. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so Quite all the paradigm happened. shift. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think I smell a dark odor. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was it? Yeah, last, sa- last Saturday, All Out happened. Yeah. And, um, from what I've read, mixed feelings about the show. Um, yeah, it's. Um, I liked. I don't know. Um, I am in favor of FTR being the tag champs. What about you? Yeah, I I definitely think that was a good move on their part, putting the belts on FTR. I think there's a lot of critics out there that are saying, "Oh, AEW and just." Employ old up WWE talent and give them the belts. <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of hard to argue with that, honestly, though, right? I mean, who else are you going to put the tag belts on? Well, no, I'm if you're going with the logic of AEW putting belts on former WWE employees, well, you have FTR, Brody Lee, Moxley. I'm and listen. I'm not saying that it's <laughs> that they aren't doing that. I just right. don't agree with people saying it in a negative connotation. Right. Right. 
because I mean somebody's like oh really (laughs) (laughs) well my thought is and this is this is the most ridiculous thing that I I really wish that that pro wrestling as an industry could get over and and not necessarily pro wrestling as much as the pro wrestling fan but Mm -hmm. let's say your career you know you are a electrician by trade Mm-hmm. And you're working for a company, and then you get laid off. Mm-hmm. Are, is your career over? Like, what are you, are you going to go be a, I don't know, a store clerk? Or are you going to get another job in your trade, your profession, your career path as right. an electrician elsewhere? Right. Yeah. Because that's your career, right? It blows my mind that you have all of these wrestling fans that are like they think that when you get fired by WWE or you your contract expires and you leave that you either die or you become an insurance salesman. Like you really think that these incredibly talented individuals aren't going to go somewhere else and get a better opportunity elsewhere. Right. So anyway, I just, I hate that whole narrative. I hate that, you know, we're just going to put the belts on all these people. Well, if there's one thing WWE does really well, it's promote its talent. Now, granted, when it does so, it does it as their talent, their property, their names, right? Mm -hmm. But if you're a brand new promotion and you're trying to get your name out there, I mean, why wouldn't you kind of put some of those people on the marquee? To attract new fans. Well, I mean, yeah, they did that with Jericho. Exactly. Jericho, yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, I understand why it they did that. I mean, but it's not like it's not like FTR came in and they were the first tag team champions, right? Of that company, you know, they had two other teams that were tag team champions before then, but right. Um, but no, it honestly made sense from the storytelling aspect of it that to put those belts on FTR at this mm-hmm. point. So now, yep. I mean, you can you can sit there and oh, I don't know where I was going with that. Um, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can sit there in that <laughs> chair of yours. <laughs> but and listen, and, and I agree with the fact that AEW has an incredibly talented tag team division. But Kazarian and Daniels, you know, they were the first tag champs. Mm-hmm. The Young Bucks, you know, they haven't been tag champs. Mm-hmm. I was kind of upset that Hangman and Omega were tag champs just because, I don't know, I feel like I hate when two great individuals come together and it automatically equals a great tag team. I feel like there should be... That's that's very WWE-like. It is. That's the only thing WWE does. There are no pure tag teams in WWE. It's nothing but great individuals coming together for whatever dumb reason. But, I mean, if you look at any other professional sport, you know, like 
a super team doesn't always necessarily win the championship. Mm-hmm. You know, the Yankees don't win it every year. The Lakers don't win it every year. You know, so on and so forth. So it shouldn't be that same. You know, if, if, it's, if it's a professional sport and you have true teams that are, quote, professionals, they should supersede any great one person or collection of two one people that don't have that chemistry. You know what I mean? Right, especially if it's a team that has been together for a while and has reached that upper echelon of attaining, like, championship gold, you know, it makes sense that the team that has been together longer would know more than two random people that were just put together right to be form a tag team yeah that said i don't know why the lucha brothers haven't gotten more of an opportunity i don't know that's a good like question i feel i feel like when aew first formed that was kind of what the tag division was built on. Lucha Brothers versus Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. And they haven't even sniffed a tag team title shot. Well, isn't there... Aren't they um, showing like some dissension between the Lucha Brothers right now? I yeah. Believe. Yeah. So... So we may... There's a chance we may not get that. Or at least not for a for a while, right? So, yeah, they're going in some interesting directions. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, what else do we have? I don't want to sit well, here and just talk about AEW the entire time. We, I mean, we'll eventually get into some WWE stuff. But what did you think of Moxley and MJF? Great. I hope that great. I, <laughs> I hope it continues. Yeah. I hope uh, I realize that Lance Archer is the number one contender. Um, but uh, yeah, I hope uh, I hope it doesn't end with just one match. Um, kind of like what they did with Lance Archer in the TNT yeah. title. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think MJF is kind of showing some conflict with Wardlow. Um, so I think that that will eventually turn into a feud and it will mm-hmm. kind of sidetrack him and get him off the championship journey. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't, I just feel like you can't keep him down. I mean, Lance the kid Archer? Is, oh, no, sorry, MJF. Oh, okay. The kid is so crazy talented. Like, he's got to be... You remember back in the Attitude Era, and I hate to reference the Attitude Era because I think everybody everybody wants to get over it. Yeah, but it's 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 easy to reference because the the title scene back then it was a stable of really good workers. You know, it wasn't just oh, it's either Austin or The Rock. Mm-hmm. You know, you had a lot of people that were kind of in and out of that scene and they were constantly involved in it in some way or another. Right. You know, I would love to see them replicate that over here with Mox, you know, MJF. I realize Jericho, Jericho is not really going to do that because he wants to put over younger talent and make new new names. But mm-hmm. maybe it's Mox, maybe it's MJF, maybe it's Kenny Omega. 
Mm-hmm. Lance Archer, sure, why not? Yeah, we'll throw um, him in there. And uh, I don't know, guys like that. I would love for there to be kind of a, a scene of of constant threats rather mm-hmm. than it just being like, well, you lost. See ya. Yep. Here's the flavor of the month. So Right. Yeah. Like Brian um, Cage is nothing now. Oh, he's the FTR champ. Or F- yeah, <laughs> FTW champion, not the FTR champion. True. Too many acronyms. <laughs> yeah, the FTW champion, so he's got that going for him. I guess. <laughs> I sure. freaking love Brian Cage, so I hate that he's just kind of relegated to whatever he is now. Right. Well, God, let's look at Lance Archer. He won that battle royal. But mm-hmm. let's look at Lance Archer before that. What was he doing before that? Making weird vignettes <laughs> with Jake's Draw- sake. Drawing on Jake's back. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing people up against lockers in, you know, in the locker room and throwing and beating the crap out of Marco Stunt. Yeah. So that's that would be my only my only critique about it is that, yeah, all of a sudden Lance Archer is the number one contender, but how they were booking him before that was just blah. Yep. Blah. They didn't build him back up enough, I don't think, before that battle royal to make people think that he could be a credible person to win that. Do you think he could win? Well, I mean, the battle. Did I think he could win the battle royal? No, I'm sorry. Do you think he could dethrone Moxley? No, I honestly just don't because? believe that. I honestly don't believe. It. Yeah, just because of the way he's he's been booked. You know, the past couple of months. Yeah, like I don't believe it. I as a as a fan, I don't believe it. So if he did, would you be like what? Yeah, just because I would be like, what, just because of the way he's been booked. Yeah. Ever since he lost to Cody up until the Battle Royal. So, you know, and I don't know if you and I have talked about this, and I hate to just get long winded on AEW, but, um, and maybe we have, and I apologize, but the TNT, there was a tournament to, to crown the TNT champion. Yes. And then Cody won it. And yes. he beat Lance Archer for it. Uh huh. Everyone that was in that tournament has, they have yet to resurface as challengers. I'm trying to think of who else was in that tournament. Well, Dustin Rhodes, so he finally got a shot, but yeah. it wasn't because of, it was basically just as a vengeance thing. Yeah. It was Dustin Rhodes, Lance Archer, um, Cody, Kip Sabian, uh, Jungle Boy. Uh huh. Maybe some of those people got in there and got a shot at it, but I yeah. honestly I can't remember off the top of my head. I really can't. So it's weird, but yeah, it is weird. I don't know. I <clears throat> I uh, I like where where AEW is going. I like that things seem to be kind of you know what is it October fifteenth? Is that right or Septem- September fifteenth, seventeenth? No, October. What I'm trying to say is they're coming up on a one-year anniversary of Dynamite. Yeah. 
And it seems like it's kind of a changing of a season. Like season two? Almost. Yeah. You know, because there are a lot of a lot of changes going on. Mm-hmm. Now this I'll take this as kind of a still talking about a- AEW, but the beginning of a transition to somewhere else. Oh yes, a transition. Yeah. You ready yeah. for this? <laughs> I'm ready. Give me give me the transition. A one Brock Lesnar is now a free agent. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Um, Would you like to see him in AEW? No, because there's no one there for him to really work with, per se. I mean, there's people there to work with, but, I mean, if you just want to come in and have Brock, like, destroy everybody, then, yeah, go ahead and sign him. But, I mean, there's I don't think there's anybody there that can really – that Brock can really get any mileage out of. Um, I mean, I think him and Omega would be incredible. Brock would drop Omega so fast. <laughs> but so if fast. you look at if you look at Brock's matches with AJ and his matches with Daniel Bryan, I mean, they were like they were good matches. Yeah, but Listen to who you just named off: AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan. Like, but you don't think Kenny Omega is on that on the, their level? As far as like a main draw, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't. I didn't realize you were talking about draws. I thought you were talking about like ability to have a match with Lesnar. I mean, who knows? I don't know that for sure. I I can't say that. But I don't I just don't think there's anybody in AEW who is on a high enough level that Brock could possibly come in and like do good business with or possibly elevate to a higher level. Um I don't know. I feel like I don't know. He kind of got into where he wanted to help more people. Like having those matches with Daniel Bryan and AJ or putting over guys like Roman Reigns or Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. You know, he he did do that. Or um, Rey Mysterio. Not that mm-hmm. Rey Mysterio needs to be put over, but like right. Lesnar will work with people. Um, it just depends on if he's happy or not. I mean, I know he and Mox don't necessarily get along. Right. So that might be a problem, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. I would kind of, me personally, I would like for Lesnar to stay in pro wrestling and kind of do an Austin Aries gimmick, you know, like the belt collector Mm -hmm. and just be a free agent and just go around. Like, like New Japan, yep. like Ring of Honor. He shows up and challenges Nick Aldis for the NWA World's Heavyweight title. Oh, my God. Huh. 
I I have mixed feelings about that because I really like Nick Aldis. <laughs> totally. As the NWA champion. Oh man. That that is a money drawing match, I think. Totally. That is a big time money drawing match. I would, that would I would pay to, I would pay to see that. I mean, I'm going to pay to I'm going to pay to watch Nick Aldis and Mike Bennett next week. Oh, on fight? Yep. Yeah. September 15th. Uh, gonna, that, I guess that was kind of how my transition was happening. You're going to transition from Brock Lesnar to uh, Nick Aldis? Yeah. Was that your plan? It really was my plan, yes. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, okay. <laughs> Good on you then, I guess. So. But uh, the reason I say that is because NWA is back in the fold yet again. And I think they have done a fantastic job with, I mean, hats off to Billy Corgan, man, because they got that airtime with Thunder Rosa versus mm-hmm. Sheeta at All Out, which mm-hmm. my understanding was the match of the night. <laughs> I think so, yeah. I think it was. I think it was just kind of a shame that Thunder Rosa had to lose. I wish, I kind of wish they would have maybe done a different ending. I, I would really? just hate to, I just would have hate to see either of them lose, honestly. Because when you have two world champions like that going head to head, I mean, you don't really want to see each company's champion lose a match. So I wish they, I kind of wish they could win a different route, but yeah. Nah, have they, had they gone a different route, that'd be the WWE finish. Yeah, but at least oh, it's a no contest. Uh. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's different ways you could do it. I mean, and not have it be like really cheesy or just like totally yeah, wonky. But, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we talked about it before. This is the price you pay. Who's got the bigger platform? Yeah. All right, NWA, we're going to put you over. We're even going to let Billy Corgan talk during All Out. Yeah. And yeah, we're, we're putting you over. We're putting your promotion over. We're putting your champ over. But Thunder, well, Ro- Thunder really. Rose is going to lose. So, but she's going to lose. Yeah, but I mean, she's going to lose. That's that. You got to pay to play. Yeah. You're you, we're we're giving you this airtime, so you need to recognize who you're who you're in the ring with. Who your master is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess. Yeah. If you put it put it like that, yeah, that does kind of make sense. I mean, just for me personally, being a fan of like Thunder Rosa and the NWA, I I didn't want to see her lose. That's all. Mm-hmm. So now, what do you think about Mike Bennett versus Nick Aldis? Um, I'm glad Mike Bennett's finally getting an opportunity to kind of show his stuff off. You know, after kind of being overlooked the past couple of years. Yeah. So I think that'll be a good opportunity for him. And yeah. They've done a really good build up too. Yeah, they have. They really have. I remember when I first saw that video that he put out, I was kind of I hate to say that I was I was in I was in with the group of people that were saying 
<laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? Because I, I wasn't, because I do like the guy. I really do. Yeah. But to a degree, I was like... So... You get a you get a world heavyweight title shot. <laughs> That's how it works. Yeah, you just make what? a YouTube video and You're right. <laughs> I should have done this years ago. Uh, my life would be so much different right now if I did that. No doubt. <laughs> um, but no, I I think it'll be a good match. And yeah, you're right. I'm glad that he is con- in control of his own destiny. You know, mm-hmm. I think. It's interesting. I was um, listening to an interview with um, Eric Young, and I was kind of, as I was listening to that, I was reflecting on Miro's promo in AEW. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, I spent a decade in the same house staring up at a glass ceiling, uh, brass trying, ring. To, trying to grasp an imaginary brass ring. Mm-hmm. And then Eric Young more or less said the same thing. And I thought to myself, WWE is going to get left behind. I mean, they truly are. This is not a sustainable business practice. You have great talent that you are not using. I mean, there should be... They should have real-time analytics. They should have a, a data team that takes a look at, okay, f- okay, well, let me back up. First of all, they have their own <laughs> fucking network. Mm. Like, Oprah Winfrey has her own network, her Netflix, own magazine. HBO Max, Disney Literally, Plus, all WWE. You have, all you have is time. You own time. Like, Literally. It, this is unheard of when you think of wrestling in totality. Like, ask any promoter. <laughs> hey, if you had millions of few of viewers, you know, wouldn't how much time would you put into it? How much content would you produce? Any mm-hmm. good promoter would be like unlimited. Yeah, I'd be having guys submit promos. I'd be doing you know this, that, and the other thing. And, and not only that, but if you found an indie promoter with that kind of thing, their roster is what? Ten guys? Mm-hmm. Ten main guys with, with people rotating in and out. Yeah. You're talking about a multi-conglomerate of wrestling talent with WWE. And they have what? Raw and SmackDown, neither of which are on the network. <laughs> so there's two days that are available. Mm-hmm. Okay, so things that are on the network: NXT, NXT UK, two hundred five live. Uh, is that it? Well, is main, is main they, event on the they, network, or is that I, only on Hulu? I don't know. I can't say for sure. Um, are you talking about just like live content, or yeah, um, like in ring action? In ring action, um, I know they just purchased Evolve, right? So they have, but Evolve that's a library. On. That's not even right. a live show. Well, okay, okay. So, um, as far as live shows, that pretty much might. Well, no, NXT is on the USA Network, but they replay it on the WWE Network. Right. Right. 
Yeah. So. So really, if you're talking about just strictly network in-ring action, you've got you've like got three shows. NXT UK, 205 Live. That's it. What are you doing? I mean, well, there's no excuse. There should there should be, like I said, there should be a data team that's like, okay, we've got we have live action every day of the week and we are going to track impressions and how they trend among fans digitally through social media, through our website and also viewers of the product. I'm sure and they probably already are doing this. They're definitely not doing that. You really think Baron fucking Corbin is is checking all those boxes? <laughs> Vince McMahon thinks he probably is. <laughs> Speaking of Vince McMahon, how convenient that uh, like Vince was just waiting for a pandemic to happen to not have any fans in the arena so he could yep. finally put the belt on Roman Reigns <laughs> and not have to hear people boo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they pipe in the boos. No. <laughs> they pipe him in. Yeah, Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman. Who would have thunk that? I mean, I'm not really upset about it, to be honest. I'm not, I'm not either. I <laughs> I, I kind of dig it a little bit, honestly. Same. I dig it. It's cool. I like Roman Reigns. I think he's a good dude. And, yeah, I, I like him and Heyman. Yeah. Him, Heyman, and Roman's new pearly whites. <laughs> Hollywood, baby. Yeah, it's Hollywood, man. It's got to be in the new Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> so, um, we kind of touched on it briefly. What do you think of Thunderdome? What the, I mean, <laughs> I don't see how it's really any different from anything else. Whenever I'm watching like Raw or SmackDown, the monitors in the audience always have my attention more so than the wrestlers in the ring. (laughs) That's what they do. They're taking my attention away from the wrestlers so I can watch and see if anybody's doing anything stupid. (laughs) Those monitors are just like what kind of environment those people are sitting in or what they're wearing, what kind of mask or costume yeah. or whatnot that they have on yeah i think um what there's been a couple uh times where oh i don't know people have spotted like things on the monitors in the thunder dome i think uh what somebody held up a sign that said fire velveteen dream okay that's good yep um i think somebody put up a picture of Chris Benoit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Now, I don't know if this has been 100% confirmed, if he was actually on there or not, or if it was just somebody like putting a picture on there, but um, Kenny Omega (laughs) was apparently on the Thunderdome. Yeah, definitely. I can't imagine it was actually him. Yeah. But that's funny. Yeah, it's funny. So like things like that kind of make it so I pay more attention to the Thunderdome than what's really going on on in the ring, unfortunately. But, yeah. 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 I, 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 whatever. <laughs> I think there's like a delay. So like when something big happens in the ring, 
like five seconds later people react yeah. to it. So and then like you have the have uh the producers or whoever the sound guys piping in crowd reactions during the matches at the appropriate yeah. times and it's I mean it just looks weird. Yeah. It looks it looks weird just seeing like these people in the audience sitting in their living rooms. Yeah. I don't I don't like it. <laughs> On monitors. I, I get it, man. I mean, you know, we're all adjusting. It, it's um the world's a crazy place right now and until live audiences can return shows have to adapt and this is their way of doing it so i yeah. i can't hate on them too much yeah, for it because under- they're trying to do something yeah i understand it i i get it but it's, it just sucks yeah yeah <laughs> it just sucks <laughs> <laughs> it does but <laughs> speaking of wwe um so killer cross won the title oh yeah and then he uh Oh yeah, Denny. we got to get into that. <laughs> we got to get it laid on me. What you got? No, I'm I'm just kind of following <laughs> along with you and recapping what you're going to say. Yeah, Killer Cross beat Keith Lee. Yeah, but he hurt his shoulder during that match. So, well, the next next episode of NXT, he had to relinquish that title. That's right. That's a bummer. Big time bummer. That is such a big time bummer. Especially kind of given his character Mm -hmm. you know his character is kind of the nxt version of lance archer yeah just better booked (laughs) right yeah better booked uh better uh, arguably better performed (laughs) yeah (laughs) with a much more attractive manager yes very much so no disrespect to jake snake yeah no matter how many times lance archer writes on jake's back you know (laughs) right um. Yeah. So he got rid of it, and then they had a uh, Iron Man Fatal Four Way, which oh was. Oh my god! <laughs> what would you think of that? Ah, oh, it was too much. Really? You think I so? Pre- I appreciate the effort <clears throat> that everyone made in that match, but four people going all over the place for like sixty minutes. That's. Uh, that's kind of that's a little hard to process <laughs> I, think. I feel like it's a little it was a little much harsh yeah hey we don't have any fans in this arena <laughs> <laughs> no one is here mm-hmm. um, I mean I realize the, you know you've got the developmental talent but they're not real fans so it's like yeah. we have no fans um, I want you guys to wrestle for 60 minutes okay I mean, that excuse me. What? What? Seems what did very you say? cruel. I could, I could, I could get down with it if it was like you had fans there, you know, and there was energy to feed off of. Oh, I think after, I don't think there'd really be any energy left after sixty minutes from the fans. Yes, there would. From the fans, totally. Yeah, there would. Know. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's it's a toss up. It is. Um, I I don't know how I felt about it because I, I get I I don't know I hate how Iron Man matches are always it always comes down to that last second. Mm-hmm. That happens too much. 
Well, that's the whole point of the Iron Man match, though. I mean, you can't just have somebody go <clears throat> like two, two, <clears throat> excuse me, two pins up like thirty minutes in, and then you're just gonna sit there and wrestle for the last thirty minutes, and nobody gets a pinfall. What? No, what I'm saying is, it seems so it's, like it's every de- it's designed. It's a what's the right way to put it? It's a it's a more elaborate storytelling match where you, you like it's designed so you almost have to do something like that though but it's so it's to the point where let's say it's you versus me in an iron man match yeah and i'm up to nothing mm-hmm. the viewer at home knows you're gonna win <laughs> you know what i mean like they're like, oh well, you know, Swade's gonna come back and get three straight pins. I don't think and anybody's win. saying that. So. Hell yeah, <laughs> that's exactly how I would see it, and that's how I see it. Uh. Like, okay, everyone has one pinfall. Now, it going to two people getting two. First of all, they've never done a fatal four way Iron Man match, so I can't really, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know. It is what it is, but still, it coming down to that indecisive finish. It's like, come on, yeah. And then the next week, you have Adam Cole versus Finn Balor, mm-hmm. and the match goes fifteen minutes <laughs> 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 with with entrances. Yeah. All right, all right. We want Aww. you guys to go ten to twelve. Ten to twelve. Once the bell rings. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> uh, Get it done. Go. You do realize we just wrestled 60 minutes last week, right? 15. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you do what I tell you. All right, Sean. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Is this the end of Adam Cole in NXT? Um, no. I don't think so. Not at this point. Really? What? What, what more is there for him to do? Well, actually, now that you mention it, I just I just remembered like a uh, like after the match, little clip that they showed, and Adam Cole came up and shook uh, Finn's hand and everything mm-hmm. like that. And, you know, they did the you know too sweet thing mm-hmm. to each other and everything. So I don't know. Just remembering that now, I guess that makes me think that it's a possibility. Yep. No, does uh, undisputed if he does go up to one of the main roster shows, does undisputed era go with him? If they do, do they rename the faction to Undisputed Experience? Undisputed <laughs> Dome. <laughs> Viking Era. <laughs> Thunder Era. <laughs> Viking Era. <laughs> <laughs> Lex Lager. <laughs> Let's come back to Lex Lager. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, Margarita Man, Randy Savage. Um. So you have to eat your words because you were shitting on Pat McAfee versus Adam Cole before it happened. It was three weeks ago. I can't remember exactly what I said. So it's a possibility that, yeah, I might have been shitting on it a little bit. Well, because you compared Pat McAfee to Rob Gronkowski. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
Well, I was wrong. You I were was wrong. Totally wrong. No, Pat McAfee is way better than Ron. Ron. Well, <laughs> Ron Burgundy. Ron. Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I mean, look at it now. I mean, he comes in and does one match, and he's gone. Maybe, maybe he's back. I don't know. <laughs> I I don't know either. I haven't seen him. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Pat? It's Pat. It's Pat. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Nobody oh, will get that. Man. So. <laughs> All right. Did we make the rounds? We didn't talk about Impact. I honestly don't know what happened with Impact. The The only thing I know is that Eric won won the uh, championship. That's correct. Yeah. Um, So here's my thought. Not on Impact. (laughs) Okay. How is it that the Young Bucks... (laughs) (laughs) We're going to piggyback... Yeah, it's yep. a, a really no transition whatsoever. Yeah. How is it that the Young Bucks super kicked Alex Marvez, and they get they get fined five thousand dollars each? Because that's the way they wrote their story. That's the I, way they're booking themselves. Aren't they executive vice presidents? Yeah, they are. Doesn't Marvez work for them? Yeah. So shouldn't they be fired? Shouldn't they fire themselves? Tony Khan should be like, you can't abuse your employees. Yeah, you're harassing (laughs) employees that aren't considered, you know, athletes or or performers in the ring. Right. What are you doing? Right. Well, that's how they that's how they're booking themselves. I mean, Dylan, I get how it works. I'm <laughs> I'm I know, trying. but I'm telling you, they're, they're the ones who are booking themselves like this. Again, I get it. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying shouldn't, shouldn't, I mean, if you think about it, shouldn't this be, for all the realism that they promote, and a fine at all, and even acknowledging that they did something that should be finable is a step in the right direction because other people wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you're going to go, I mean, you're an EVP. <laughs> Let's bring <laughs> like, it down real quick. You know? <laughs> imagine if my boss beat me up. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't, um, my, my boss wouldn't have I don't know, a job anymore. Yeah. I don't like I said, know. I feel like, this, this is, I feel like there's, there's just some holes the way there. This is the way they're booking this themselves. This is the way. Yeah, this is the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the way. So. <laughs> I don't know. That, that kind of, it didn't necessarily irritate me because it's, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, whatever it is, what it is. But, um, Scratch your know. head at it. I feel like they could do something with that. You know? Like what? <laughs> <laughs> like what are they going to do? <laughs> you see you seem so aggravated that I even ask. You're like, you're like I feel like they could do something more with that. 
what? <laughs> what are they going to do? Okay. Is I'm Alex, glad you asked. Is Alex Marvez going to challenge them? Him challenge and Pat them? McAfee? Yeah. Him, no, him and Miro? You know? <laughs> Maybe. It's the best man after all. Yeah. <laughs> best gamer. <laughs> um, okay. So you're getting a lot of crossover right now. Um, Thunder Rosa and Sheeta. So if this is another way for you to bring up Brock Lesnar, I'd be very <laughs> irritated. No. Okay. Um but but that bridge is built. Um what if Josephus. the Bucks are the Bucks are in a bad a bad way right now. They're not getting what they want. They feel that they're the best tag team in the world. They haven't had a chance to prove it. They haven't captured the AEW world titles, the titles that essentially were made for them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're frustrated. They're taking it out on other people. Mm-hmm. Um, that's boiling over. So they start to abuse their power, doing what they did. Tony Khan says, hey, fellas, I can't have this. Mm-hmm. This is a professional business. You know, you can't just be going and doing this stuff. Uh, you know, unfortunately, I can't can't have you as EVPs anymore. You can still be in-ring talent, but I can't have senior leadership of my company acting in this, this way. Mm-hmm. So I got to relieve you of your duties effective immediately, blah, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. They get all pissed off about that, and then they're like... You know what? Maybe we don't even want to be in ring talent here anymore. Maybe, maybe the dream was just too good to be true. And then next thing you know, you see them on freaking power for NWA. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know. I mean, I I like the creativity in it. I mean, it would definitely get people talking. It would definitely bring more eyes to the NWA. But I don't know. They're EVPs. Why don't they just book themselves into the title match every time? It's another good point. I mean, realistically, that's not like that could be another way to abuse their power. Realistically. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, realistically, metaphorically speaking. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see where it goes. Okay, moving on. What did, uh, so what do you think of the whole Matt Hardy incident that happened with him and Sammy and Matt taking that, uh, taking that fall and, the the repercussions of that because I know that's been a pretty big topic that people have been talking about <laughs> yeah meh 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 hardy <laughs> <laughs> there you go Matt Hardy and Orange Cassidy <laughs> team up Matt Hardy <laughs> changes his name <laughs> Um, who cares? I mean, who cares? Again, again, wrestling fans making mountains out of molehills. <laughs> I mean, fall looked 
crazy and he obviously was hurt and yeah. obviously he needed medical attention and I'm glad he's okay there yeah. that's out of the way people need to like shit happens in wrestling all the time like you're literally putting your life in in somebody else's hands and mm-hmm. I mean somebody I don't remember who it was but they compared wrestling to baseball think about think about batting averages in baseball how low those are mm-hmm. and considered good you know like 225 250 250 is good let's say 225 is the average for a major league baseball player yeah you know that's not good so for people to think that absolutely everything should be perfectly executed 100% of the time in pro wrestling is mm-hmm. ridiculous. And for them to hold it against wrestlers like they do all the time, it pisses me off. Well, you know? I don't think it's not necessarily the argument is that how it was executed, it was just the repercussions of it, of the possibility of Matt Hardy having a really, you know, a really bad concussion because he allegedly hit his head on the concrete on that fall. Right. And the the argument is with the way it was handled and if the match should have been stopped at that point. I mean, you and I have been in plenty of matches where shit happens. Yeah. And you do the old office, you know, the office squeeze. Hey, you all right? Yeah, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Or, or... Ref comes, you know, I don't know how many times I've done something yeah. and the ref is in my face immediately after. Hey, you okay? Hey, you okay? Hey, you okay? Yeah. It's it's an industry standard that it is the wrestler's discretion. It just it just is. I mean, yeah, but with sorry. What, but with everything in the past however many years that has become more available with knowing about concussions and how they affect the brain. Do you think it should have been stopped at that point, regardless of what Matt Hardy was saying to whoever at that point? I mean, yeah, maybe. I mean, I really don't know. Like, dude, I've done planches where my head has clearly hit the ground (laughs) It's unmistakable. But it was probably for a promotion that didn't have a quite the medical staff that the this company does have. Yes. What I was going to say is, though, like, I don't think I was concussed. Like, it's now, granted, he was. I get it. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, like, in some cases, it's hard to judge. So you have to go off of the wrestlers. Yeah, but if you have like the proper medical staff there and a proper doctor who's doing an evaluation of said wrestler who may be suffering from a really high impact concussion, I I don't know. It's perhaps. I mean, you know, listen, wrestler safety is the most important thing. 
Right. Of course. So maybe they could have treated it the same way they did. Who was it? Um, Samoa Joe Finn Balor in NXT when mm-hmm. Joe got busted open and the doctor was like basically in his face and mm-hmm. then eventually uh, disqualified him. Maybe they could have treated it that way, and I get that. Um, but again, I think you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Right. Yeah, everybody was talking about that, so. Yeah, and I guess the point I was making was people give Sasha Banks shit. They give Nia Jax shit. You know, they give women in general, I think, a lot of shit for quote-unquote botching things, which Mm -hmm. pisses me off when some random-ass keyboard warrior uses the word botch like they know what the fuck it is. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, I'll stop. (laughs) (laughs) you ever seen that memes where it's like (laughs) you've got you've got like this olympic athlete who's trained their entire life for one moment on the on on tv you know Mm -hmm. and they're in the olympics competing for their country using all of their life's work and training Mm -hmm. and they do this you know crazy move or whatever it's let's say it's gymnastics and they do this dismount <laughs> and they they step backwards a little bit too much on the landing and you get that <laughs> you get that casual piece of shit out of shape viewer at home that's like ha loser that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's listen I'm not I'm not making a blank statement over wrestling fans. I'm just saying. Yeah, it sounded like you were. So <laughs> it, it totally sounded like that's what you were doing. So. No, just just those naysayers that just like won't let people. I've never know. been in a ring before, but I think that the booking of uh, R-Truth versus Akira Tozawa has just it's just been horrible. That was a pretty good impression. Yeah, thank you. Listen, <laughs> fans are entitled to their own opinions, one hundred percent. But I, I guess what I I don't appreciate the people that just openly attack wrestlers. I guess that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like oh, idiots. Uh, or yeah, something. they're like I mean. DM. Yeah, like DM. Nia Jax, like, you're terrible, you suck. Yeah. You I mean, shouldn't wrestle. Like, yeah. come on. I mean, you can criticize, but don't don't be a douche. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And on that, on that note, <laughs> a word from our sponsor. No. Do you like Lex Luger? <laughs> when was the last time you douched? <laughs> No, no, those two different ads. <laughs> uh, well, is there anything else that you would like to address or to get off your uh, your skull? Um, <laughs> yes, I do. As a matter of fact, there is Brock Lesnar, <laughs> AEW. <laughs> Um, no, I don't think so. I think um, we dove into it pretty quickly because there was a lot that had happened. There's a lot of new champs 
Who are the who are all the champs? We got we uh, said Eric Young in Impact, right? Yep. Yep, yep. Um Drew McIntyre still the champ yeah, in uh, on Raw. Nia, Nia Jackson, Shayna Blazer are uh, Yep, the Blazers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new new champ. Yeah. Um Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Wow, we didn't talk about that at all. Well, we briefly mentioned it. We were like, what do you think of Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns? We are like, yeah, I kind of like it. <laughs> and then we moved on. <laughs> yeah, but I guess, like, Braun Strowman loses the title to The Fiend. Yeah. yeah. And The Fiend loses it on a nut uh, shot. A, 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 week, a week later. On a nut shot to Roman Reigns. Well, didn't Roman pin Braun? Yes. Yeah. But what so. it just cracked me up because... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, if all of those poor kids that died from, you know, Jason Voorhees or Freddy Krueger, if they known that you could stop a big scary monster by just kicking him in the nuts, you know, they didn't need to make all those movies. There wouldn't even be a part three. No. Or four. Or Jason X. No. <laughs> Especially not Jason X. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, I, what, a, what a weird booking scenario thing that is i mean it's it is not far from what i said earlier vince saw the opportunity to put the title on roman with no fans in the crowd and he took it it. roman wants to come back truly truly like he called him on a a sunday (laughs) said hey i'm good i'm coming back he said let's do it damn it Uh, poor so that, Bray Wyatt. Poor Bray Wyatt. What do you mean? I mean, as far as Bray losing Wyatt. the title, as far as losing the title, yes. But I mean, God, he's still he's still made, being made to look strong. That uh, what was that at SummerSlam? Him and Braun had that match. Like you, you couldn't keep the fucking guy down. Unless you kick him in the nuts. <laughs> you kick him in the nuts at payback. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the other thing. Hey, yeah. Dylan, I have a question for you. What is that, Carter? What's a synonym for payback? <laughs> a kick in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, okay. A cinna- cinnamon, not cinnamon. <laughs> What's another word for I, payback? I understand. I understand what you're saying. Um, another word for payback. Revenge. Yeah, or I don't know. Retribution. How in the hell do you have this faction just running roughshod through, you know, everything WWE in the weeks leading up to more or less a pay-per-view named after them mm-hmm. for them to not show up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. Oh, Roman was going to win the title and they didn't want Vince didn't want retribution, you know, taking that away from Roman. Absolutely zero involvement from retribution. I guess now they're only going to be specifically for Monday Night Raw. 
or being shown on Monday Night Raw. I feel like I read that somewhere. Mm. Mm. And they actually, oh, well, they actually spoke. Did they? Who spoke? Um, one of the hooded people in like a distorted <laughs> in a distorted voice, so you couldn't oh, recognize. Yeah, they did like a little promo thing. So. Well, one of the people is definitely Dominic Dijakovic. I read that too. But well, yeah, you see like his profile, and it's like okay. <laughs> like, all his, right, we get his it. Build. We get it. Yeah, we get it. But I don't know if he, he's gonna actually be a member right. of Retribution or if he's just you know, yeah, filling in just because they need people to be in it. Right. Yeah. So we'll wait yeah. and see. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's uh, that's all I got. That's all you got. That's all I got. It's all of it. You just laid it all out on the line, and yeah, I think yeah, um, yeah I think that's blah blah. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Seen any <laughs> seen any movies lately? <laughs> I have seen the Peanut Butter Falcon. Ah, <laughs> oh, recommended by our good friend mr fourth yeah um do you realize i hated it (laughs) (laughs) no it's a good movie it's 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 a cute movie uh yeah didn't realize it was about wrestling i did not realize that either yep couple special little cameos in there that i didn't even i didn't even know about oh there you pleasantly surprised yep i was watching it with the wife and she, as soon as uh, it was all figured out, she looked at me and she goes, did you know this was about wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> you knew this, didn't you? <laughs> I said, I honestly, I feel like I should have known, but I didn't know. I didn't know at all. Yeah. I swear, I didn't know. Don't, don't hit me. <laughs> yeah. Again. Yeah. <laughs> again and again and again. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, whoa. I said, listen, I, I don't make these decisions. This wrestling just follows me around i don't know what to do yeah but yeah good movie what about you uh i actually finished watching rise of skywalker (laughs) no i said good movie (laughs) oh good movie well i finished watching rise of skywalker (laughs) poop it took me a couple times because i kept falling asleep but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's your review yep yep <laughs> there you go nice yeah stupid that's <laughs> a stupid stupid movie the, the, all of the the new Star Wars except Rogue One were dumb oh I haven't seen Solo so I can't say that Solo's a fun movie Okay. It's fun. Isn't Childish Gambino in it? Yeah, he's Lando Calrissian. Okay. Yeah. It's a fun movie, so. All right, I'll watch it eventually. Okay. Cool. Any other movies? Uh, I don't think so. No, that's it. Hmm. I'm trying to think. I feel like I've seen another movie, you know. Oh, like- I, um, I finally watched Spider-Man Far From Home. Thoughts? liked it yeah i really liked it i did too i liked uh i liked that whole take on mysterio thought it was cool 
Yeah, Mr. Gyllenhaal was very good. Yeah, Gylan Hale. Gyllenhaal? <laughs> Jilly. Jackie Jackie Gyllenhaal? Jilly. Jilly. <laughs> Jilly uh, Bean? Yeah. Bubble yeah. Boy? Mm-hmm. Isn't that interesting? Very, yeah, that is right. His Very second, interesting. His second movie in a bubble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope he doesn't get typecast. <laughs> because of this. Yeah. Um, but no, I really liked it. Um, and it really wanted to make me see, you know, whenever they come out with the next Spider-Man movie, what's going to be the fallout from the end of that. Yeah. So. Did you see the trailer for The Batman? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Um. <laughs> Finally. Finally. Um, I liked it. Same. I'm uh I'm I'm excited I'm on, for it. I'm on board. Totally. I mean, I am I'm a I'm kind of a nerd for Batman movies. Yes. yes. So, if I think that it will be even remotely like if it's like a shred above a D minus, I'm I'm interested. Yeah. It's uh allegedly the storyline is based off of the comic The Long Halloween, I think. Oh, really? No, not the long. It's not. Is it the long Halloween or is it? I can't remember. But basically, I do not know. Yeah, I can't remember which comic it they took. You know, somewhat based it off of. But um, it sounds like there's going to be like a big rogues gallery in it of okay. many many foes. I mean, you've got the Riddler. Yeah, going to be in it. Uh, Penguin. Penguins you, in it? Yeah, penguins in it. Are you sure? Yes. Positive. Huh. Um, I know Catwoman's in it. Catwoman's in it. Yep. yep. And I know Riddler. And Riddler is Paul Dano. Oh, who was he on? What was he oh, on? If you must know. <laughs> who was <is> he on? <laughs> <laughs> Your first experience with Paul Dano is <laughs> in a movie with uh, Chris Evans called Not Another Teen Movie. Oh, which one? What part did he play in that? He played, um... Oh, I'm looking at a picture of him right now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He is one of, like, the nerdy friends. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. I remember. Um, <laughs> yep. Mitch, Stop. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, who else is in it? Colin Farrell plays the penguin. What? Yeah. All right. And I think you catch like a brief glimpse of him in it too. Um, they do like a quick shot to a guy who's dra- who's driving a car, and he's like, oh, "This guy's crazy," you know. Hmm. Yeah. I'll have I think to watch that's it again. Him. Yeah, I think that's him. So, but. Yeah, I mean, I could get down with it. Mm-hmm. And so far, totally makes me forget that Robert Pattinson was in those other Bat movies, vampire <laughs> things. So I'm cool with that. 
So wait a second. Is this actually just Twilight 6? This is a prequel to Twilight. Because he, he, he's a bat first. He's a bat first. And, and then, then a vampire. Bat. And he's trying to solve one of the Riddler's riddles. And along the mm-hmm. way, he gets attacked by Man Bat. <laughs> Al Gore intervenes. Yeah. <laughs> man Bear Pig. <laughs> tells, tells him about Man Bear Pig. Yeah. <laughs> and Ozzy Osbourne oh, shows up. Right? And that's the end of Twilight. Uh-huh. Kristen Stewart. He had to have enough brown M&M's to fill a brandy jar. Oh, Ozzy wouldn't go on stage. stage that night. I'd beat him to death with my own shoe. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But that's a story for another time. The time to get out of here. Yep, on that note. Holy smokes. Let's get out of here. Wayne's World 2, underrated movie. Very underrated. Um, okay. So, cool. Well, it's been a while since we've done this, but... Yeah, uh, I don't even know how to exit this thing. How do you get out? How do you get out of this thing? Uh, (laughs) Control-Alt-Delete. No, but, uh, let's see. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram... At QuickPaidPod. We also have a website, QuickPaidPod.com. If you go to that, you will find a link to some awesome merchandise type things that Merch. you can click on. You can click on and it will take you to another spot. And all you gotta do is click on the item that you want and then put in your credit card number and they'll send it to you. Or just give us your credit card number. Yeah, and we will send you stuff Nothing. with your credit card number that you gave us. <laughs> yeah, just do that. Do that. That sounds yeah. a lot better. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's whatever. You know? <laughs> yeah, we'll send you a shirt, and we'll keep the rest. I'll send you a picture of me wearing the, your shirt, <laughs> and then I'll print it out, sign it, and send it to you. Yeah. Not the I shirt. Mean, who wouldn't? Yeah, the picture. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'll receipt. charge you for shipping. <laughs> and the receipt for your credit card that I used to. <laughs> Who wouldn't want that? Totally. So. All right. That's well, it. Same channel next week? I guess. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. Goodbye.